Welcome to The Black Mantle with your host, Scholars. We discuss information technology, also known as IT. Ever thought about traveling at the speed of sound? Well, there's a new way of transportation, not only for cargo, but for passengers to travel long distances on land by new innovation. Does this sound like something that you'll try? Because I know I definitely would if it was around my way. However, if so, how would this impact you? Loop, there it is. That's one of the first things that came to mind as I was looking at this topic because I was so excited to get ready to do this podcast to discuss this because this really interested uh, me in talking about this. And I want to take a step back, as you know, on the show and look at the current ways that we can travel right now. Some of us, of course, are still walking, you know, whether for exercise or walking from point A to point B. Some of us may ride animals, uh, such as, you know, horses and, and that such, um, you know, on farms or whatever. And if you ever travel, you know, overseas to different countries, uh, people still ride camels, you know, and stuff. But for the most part, a lot of people ride vehicles or ride in vehicles, uh, whether you're riding in the Uber, Lyft, or whatever, planes, trains, and boats are all different and current ways that we use for transportation right now. But taking all that into account, there's a new way for us to be able to travel on land. And it amazed me so much that this came up as I was reading, as you always know, I'm always looking for technology topics to discuss and bring to you and explain. But one thing that caught my attention is this new way of traveling across land called Hyperloop. And Hyperloop is very interesting, people. What it is, is Hyperloop can seat up to about 28 passengers in these pods, right? And these pods can travel at speeds up to 670 miles per hour. So for those of you who are listening to me in Europe and overseas, that's 1,080 kilometers per hour. So that's three times faster than high-speed rail and 10 times faster than traditional trains. So if you thought that bullet trains were fast, well, this is three times faster. And of course, standing still or in the car and riding beside a train or a um, a traditional train on the track, yes, those travel fast. This travels 10 times faster than that. So to put that into perspective for you when looking at this is if you were in Dallas, Fort Worth, you got off a plane, you're in Dallas, Fort Worth, and you wanted to go to Laredo, you're not going to have options. And the options are... You can travel by plane, and that would take you an hour and 31 minutes approximately. Or you can take seven hours and drive by car if you decide to rent one at the airport. However, with Hyperloop, it's going to get you there in about 54 minutes is what they're estimating. So you can actually look on the site and actually key in and see and click what city that they currently are looking to test this in. And it would give you a chart and show you about the estimated time that it would take to travel from one place to another. Now, looking at this, if you want to put it and get it down on an even smaller perspective, you know how you go to the bank and you go through the drive through and instead of going to the window, you go to the farthest part of the bank out there where you can, um, you know, kind of slide the door up on the tube, put your deposit slip in 
or whatever, and then you push the button, send it in to the teller. Well, Hyperloop is in a vacuum tube like that, but the only difference is it's on a horizontal plane. So it will, as it's traveling, it's going to travel like a traditional train, but it's going to be encased in a tube. It's going to be elevated above the ground. So it's going to be pods traveling through there at almost the speeds of sound. Now, looking at that, yes, there has a lot of benefits. I mean, it will, of course, reduce the air pollution. It's going to travel faster. It's less traffic. But there's one itty-bitty catch that really caught my attention. I wanted to look at whether, you know, how much is required for this. Because when you, in order to build this, since it's raised up on a platform or whatever, a train's going through people's property, you have to look at easements or the right-of-ways. And of course, we know that the right-of-ways doesn't affect ownership, but you still need to have to look into the laws and things like that. So those kind of things are still being worked out now. And I'm eager to see how much that you know landowners will be paid in order for this to take place and travel across their property since it'd be actually travel, traveling above their property. But it's definitely something to take a look into. But looking at that overall, just think about it. Think about how much that we've changed because the evolution of technology in our experience has allowed us to look into the future, to envision our path and to learn anything we want by self-research online and to live out our wildest dreams. The idea of traveling in land and on land and beyond the speed of sound shows how much that we are advancing in technology. The evolution of technology and our experience has allowed us to look into the future to envision our path and learn anything we want by self-research online to live out our wildest dream. The idea of traveling on land beyond the speed of sound shows how much we're advancing in technology. Thank you for tuning in our discussion today. Tune in and subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest notification of the newest content.